We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Tyrese Halliburton, and you're listening to Setting the Pace. Pacers 2022-2023 season schedule has been released, and man, I'm telling you what, Fachi, can you tell me who that first game is for the Indiana Pacers opening night? Man, fell into your traps. Yeah, I'm sure you were licking your chops just knowing that, ooh, I got Fachi just where I want him. We are opening against the Washington Wizards at Fachi's Wizards, ladies and gentlemen. Never that, never has been, never will. But the the basketball gods, they they threw you one. They they really did throw you one here, Alex. And that is how the the schedule is unfolding night one. Man, that was awesome. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And then the only game we have on ESPN, Fachi, is against two. The Washington Wizards, (laughs) somehow, that's, that's how it broke down. Alex, I'm calling it right now. I don't know if that game remains on ESPN. (laughs) <laughs> but it is early enough in the season where it's a shot. October oh, 28th, you know, within basically like the first, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, the sixth game of the year. So neither team is going to be bad enough to the point where they should get pulled off of national television. But it's not a guarantee we keep that game. Uh, I think it's going to be on there. Um, I think so for now. For now. I mean, it's it's too early, like you said, in the season for that. But you know, obviously, let's dive into this schedule a little bit, Fachi. I mean, always exciting to kind of see what's going to happen here. I've got so many notes that probably don't even matter. Um, looking at, like, the monthly breakdown, the road trips, the homesteads, and then, of course, the back-to-backs. And we, of course, want to talk about the returns as well of certain players coming back to the Fieldhouse, Gamebridge Fieldhouse, to play the Pacers. But where do you want to start, Fach? What do you want to do? 
Man, let's just start from the very beginning. I mean, the month of October, let's break it down. So the season starts on the 19th. So obviously, October is going to be a short month. When kind of, actually, you know what? Let's let's start from the very beginning, right over here. Um, national television standpoint. Look, it's not like we were expecting a lot of games to be on national television. As of now, Pacers have four nationally televised games. The ESPN game against the Washington Wizards on October 28th, and then three NBA TV games. The first one being against the Brooklyn Nets, October 31st. Then it's going to be quite a bit of time. And then December 4th against the Portland Trailblazers on NBA TV. And then lastly, uh, you got to go all the way down the schedule to Friday, March 24th on NBA TV. So really only one nationally televised game uh, in the new year. So really only one nationally televised game basically after December 4th. So, man, uh, not a lot, but uh, actually, Alex, I don't know if you saw, but for, for Ballet TV, they, they came to an agreement today, I believe. Uh, did you hear about that? Well, I don't know if it was, they came to an agreement. I, I think what it is is Ballet Sports has launched their own network, and you can pay $19.99 a month to watch your favorite team without a cable plan. So if you don't have, like, DirecTV or AT&T TV or whatever, it's called DirecTV Stream now. Uh, Comcast, all those, you know, cable providers. If you don't have one of those or streaming services that provides Bally, you can pay for Bally separately as its own package. But I know you are someone that has NBA League Pass, and I know a lot of people have League Pass, but the nice thing with League Pass is you can watch any game. So unless they're blacked out in your area. But with Bally Sports, it'll be just strictly for your region. So I think that's interesting as well. But you know, I think Pacer fans are going to have themselves a good opportunity to get some pretty fairly cheap tickets. And if you're excited about the rebuild and the fact that the Pacers are going this direction, I strongly encourage everybody listening to this show to tell their friends, tell their Pacer, you know, their friends that are Pacer fans, their family that is Pacer fans to get to the games to watch. Because if you're embracing this youth movement like we all are, then get to the games to support these guys despite the wins and the losses. Absolutely. We got we got to back it up. We got to show up. If we don't show up, then a rebuild might not happen again in Indiana. So got to show fan support. But also, I mean, compared to previous years, we got a young core that we can get behind and root for. Like we should all be you know, going this season. You know, the one expectation should be there might not be a lot of wins. All right. That should be what we get out of the way. But if we can see growth, if we can see true, you know, player development going on, see chemistry unfold in front of our eyes, then we can get behind the product on the court and know that this is the start of something new. So I'm really excited about it. I mean, I feel like if if you can get that expectation of wins out of the way early, I think it's going to make this season a lot easier because, Alex, man, it hurt last year to see the Pacers losing all of those close games. Like, it was just they could not execute in the fourth quarter. But this time around, losing a close game with the young core, is some people could view that as a win to say, hey, we're getting closer to a top pick, but we're also staying competitive instead of just getting kind of blown out on a night-to-night basis. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's gonna be, there's going to be some competitive games. I think you might see some upsets here and there. It's going to be hard to predict those upsets for sure, but I definitely think there's going to be a chance for the Pacers to, you know, 
have some upsets here and there. I don't know how many games I think they're going to win. I haven't really come to that conclusion yet. I'm trying to determine what I think, how many win total uh, makes sense. Because what did they win last year, 25 games? 25, yep. 25. We think it's going to be worse or less than that. Well, Alex, we might have to go through uh, the schedule and, uh, you know, game by game and then, then come down to that. Oh, okay. Let's, I let's have my do number that. down, but I don't want to spoil anything. Well, let's go ahead and just do it because I've – like I'm halfway through the process and I'll just kind of do it on the fly. So nothing official, but I, I guess we can start here in October. Fachi. Um, let's, let's go game by game. Washington win or loss. Right. So your wizards come to town and I'm saying we beat them. We start out opening night. We opening night. The Pacers get a win at home. They start to have people say, wait a minute. I'm not going to be <laughs> that one game. I, I see it as wrong with you. One game, people are not going to be saying that. One game, well, Alex, let's just say it might not be one. Well, I mean, okay, even if they win their first two, like, they're two winnable games, right? <laughs> all right, I'm just going to say, all of a sudden, for those of you that don't have the schedule in front of you, night two of the season, or game two of the season, at home, the San Antonio Spurs, a team that is desperately trying to be out of this world horrible uh, they they are you know Victor Wembanyama is on is on their their minds night in night out that roster is going to be bare bones so the Pacers have a chance to start two and zero. Okay, what about Game Three Saturday, second night of a back to back, still at home though, against Detroit. I didn't want to be a homer over here, so I went with the Pistons getting the win, but it's a game that you could very well say is a toss up. It's back and forth. I like what the Pistons did in the draft. A lot of those players might not be, you know, necessarily contributing 110% on, you know, from the third game of the season. But the Pistons have, a, you know, a decent core over there where that game's a bit of a, a toss-up, but I gave the edge to the Pistons. Okay. I don't think we're going to have time to go through and break every game down right now. We so might not. We might not. So let's do it a little bit quicker. So I think we both are right there, two wins and a loss to start the season. Let's go to week, uh, week two. We're at Philadelphia, win or loss. This one's going to be a lot quicker, the 76ers, and it's, okay. it might be a little ugly. All right. When do the Pacers get their next one? Is it against Chicago the next game? Uh, no, it's not. This one's going to be a bit of a stretch. All right. Okay. <laughs> so Washington so, on the uh, road. I'm going to I'm going to say that that the Wizards get this one. We got the first one, but the Wizards get this one. Okay. Uh, I'm right there with you. And if anything changes, I'll tell you. What about Brooklyn on the second night of a back-to-back -back on the road? Bearing the Nets making a trade, unloading Kevin Durant, I think that the Nets are going to take both of these games. Okay. So I felt like I had to end the losing streak somewhere. So I'm going to give the Pacers that Monday game, the last game of October, October 31st, I'm going to give them that game against the, the Nets for a win here. So I have them going three and five in October. What do you have them going? Two and six? Two and six. Okay. So I'm Maybe a little... things get a little spooky on Halloween and all of a sudden, you know, the Pacers do get that job done against Brooklyn. Um, but, yeah, I had two and six. You had three and five. Either way, not a winning recipe. <laughs> not exactly. So let's move over to November now. Friday, the 4th, they're going to have a little bit of a break there, Fachi, after that, you know, rough start there. They're going to have three games of rest, but they're at home for the next four games here. Miami at home, win or loss? Miami's taking it. Okay. I got that as well. Miami's going to win. What about the Pelicans on Monday? I like what the Pelicans are bringing to the table this year. I think the Pelicans are going to get it done. 
Okay, so you're on a how long of a losing streak? Right oh, now? It, it's it's getting ugly. It really is. So let's see. Eight I game have losing one, streak. Two, three, an eleven game losing. Oh streak. my that's, god, Fox. that's enough to take the sales out of a lot of Pacer fans. I I hope that's not the case. Hopefully, we can sprinkle in a, at least a dub somewhere. So you got a loss against Miami, a loss against New Orleans, a loss against Denver. Yep. A loss against Toronto. I do. What about Charlotte? Are they Charlotte winning? Charlotte is a winnable game, but I think that, you know, we are away. I think Charlotte's going to take this one. Okay. I got us beating Charlotte here to okay. end the losing streak. Um, but I only have them losing. How many is that in a row? Four in a row. And uh, then I actually have them beating Houston on the road. As do I. I do have them beating Houston. I think that is a game that is very winnable for the Pacers. The Rockets are going to be in that same category as the Pacers this year, kind of probably gunning for that, you know, top three pick. Okay, so then I have them losing the next game against Orlando. Do you have them winning or losing? I have them winning against Orlando Magic. Okay, the reason I I don't like this one is because it's the second night of a back-to-back, and they're on their they have to travel after playing in Houston to play Orlando at home. And Orlando has Paulo Boncaro, and they've got a better team than the Pacers, I think, overall. Um, this is a game you actually probably want the Pacers to lose if you're team tank. So I have them splitting here, but I have them losing the Saturday game, winning the Monday game. Yeah, I mean, I had the opposite. I had them winning the first game on Saturday, and then I had them losing uh, against the Orlando Magic on that Monday, November 21st game. Figured they would split that. I mean, sure, it's winnable for both, but more likely to split. Okay, so then they are, they're at home against Minnesota and Brooklyn. What do you have there? Uh, both losses. Um, you know, look, I don't want to get swept by the Nets, so we'll see what happens. But for, for now, it, it's hard to predict a win right over there. But for the Timberwolves, I, I really like what they got going on. So I think the Pacers lose both those games. All right. Then we got a back-to-back on a Sunday-Monday versus the Clippers and the Lakers. I got two losses here, Fachi, to you. I got two losses, and honestly, I'm starting to feel sick just, just saying it all the time. But when it was easier when I wrote it down, but just saying it out loud, I mean, my God, it, it's it's tough to say, but it's hard to hard to say otherwise. Okay, what about November 30th? They return to Sacramento for Tyrese Halliburton's return to the Golden One Center, win or loss. You know I love a revenge dish. I love it. They're best served cold, and we're taking down the Sacramento Kings. Okay, so I've got that as a win as well. So for me, I had one, two, three, four wins in that month. How many did you have? Uh, I had two. Uh, oh, no, three. Three. Sorry. All right, so three and ten for you. Yes. And I was four and nine. Okay, so once again, I got one more win than Fachi. So I guess we're Team Fachi right now. A little more optimistic this year, huh? All right, I see you. Me? Optimistic? <laughs> I've gotten seven wins out of 14. Oh, I, got them at, uh, I got them at five. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see, Fudge. Let's go to the next month. We're going to start things off on the road in December against the Utah Jazz. We got a win or a loss here, Fudge. I got a dub. Okay, so we're on a two-game winning streak here, Pachi. There we go. The boys are going streaking. Um, Now, I, yeah, I got to feel good about that because, look, it's the Jazz. The Jazz have made it known this is very much not their year. I think they're looking to deal Mitchell, but who knows what happens. Either way, I feel good about that one. So moving on next, the Portland Trailblazers. It's, it's in Portland. It's on NBA TV as of now. What do you got? We're taking another L, baby. We're getting back on that 
losing streak for Victor Wimbanyama. That uh, we are. We, I don't, we don't ever win games in Portland. Even if they suck, we no. always find a way to lose in Portland. I know. It's it's just a place that we have not had success. So I, I just feel like, look, Portland, they're very much going to be trying to win. Us, on the other hand, you never know what you're going to get. I'm going to say a loss over there. But then next, the Golden State Warriors were, were on the road Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern time. What do you got? Second night of a back-to-back, Fachi. Fourth, a third game in four nights. We're taking a loss there to the Warriors. Taking a loss. There's a couple games that I bolded as like definite losses, and this was one of them. Hey, look, sure, anything can happen in the NBA. We beat the Warriors last year when no one expected it. I don't see it this year. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah. So Minnesota is the next Wednesday to finish up that seven-game road trip. I don't remember the last time the Pacers have had seven games on a West Coast road trip. And, and it be the way that it is. Like you're out in California for three games, then you go to Utah, Portland, back to California, then back to Minnesota. Just feels like a lot. Then coming off that, you only get one day's rest, and then you got a back to back at home against Washington and Brooklyn. Fachi, that's a tough one. Are they winning any of those games? I got them beating. Uh, let's see, who, who did we leave off? Was it Washington next? I got them yeah. beating Washington. Me too. Okay, yeah. so, I figured they'd win that one. Just they got to win eventually again, right? Yeah, at some point they, they got to win, and that, that that's where I have them. I have them winning that game, but then next I do have them following it up with a loss against Brooklyn. Um, look, things can change, but for right now, uh, it looks like a, a clean sweep by Brooklyn over the Pacers. Yeah, I've got them beating Brooklyn once. I just you never know what's going to happen with Durant. Even if he sits out, I think Brooklyn still got a better roster with Kyrie and yes. Ben Simmons and whatever. So I think they could squeeze a game out, but it'd be tough. So. We've got a loss at Brooklyn. Now we're going to play Miami the next game. Win or loss there? It's a loss. Miami's another team that, like, this could be a sweep, and it's just like I really don't want Oladipo all of a sudden, like, flourishing and against us and making it happen. But I don't know if we can say anything otherwise. This could be a sweep to the Heat. That's a team that has championship aspirations. All right. The next game, we got the Warriors at home after just playing in the previous week. I'm racking up another loss there, Foch. It, it's what it is. It's not a question. It's just more of a, a guarantee. It's going to be super tough to beat the defending champs. Um, so I'm going with an L. All right. This could be a winnable game. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Winnable, but hard to hard to say with confidence that we win. I'm going Cleveland. Let me ask you this. Do you think the Pacers try to throw any games against Cleveland just to make sure they get those four guaranteed wins this year and potentially help the Cavaliers get into the playoffs? You know, uh, it, it would be a great theory to say, hey, look, if we if we lose those four games, our odds of getting the pick are that much, you know, that better. Uh, but I don't think they'll – they might not have to throw it because Cleveland, I think, is going to be better this year. So yeah, I, I think agree. Cleveland wins the series against us like three to one. Maybe we get one. Okay, so let's move on now to the New York Knicks on a Sunday at 5 p.m. in the middle of December, a week before Christmas. Bocce, are the Pacers taking down your Knicks? Oh, my God. I am not claiming any, any team other than the Pacers, but I am claiming a dub here. I tried to sprinkle in when I was going through this. Look, the Pacers aren't just going to lose to every team that they should. The Knicks, a team that could underperform any single year. We're at home. Maybe we win this one. Yeah, I've got them beating the Knicks here, and that's the last one I have for the month, Fachi. Do you have any wins left this month for the Pacers? I do not. And let's just quickly run through it. It's the Celtics. It's the Heat. 
It's the Pelicans, it's the Hawks, the Cavs, and the Clippers to end the month. So a very hard schedule filled with, you know, basically playoff teams. The Cavs were one game out for the playoffs, but that's a team that people expect to make the playoffs, or maybe we just hope they do. Yeah, that's man, this is tough because three and thirteen just sounds terrible. It, it it does. It's the first month we're in agreement with, but it's not really the agreement you want. So we're talking about I have I have them pegged at um let's see five uh, and twenty-nine or not five, excuse me, no, eight no, and twenty-nine. No, it's, it's a little bit yeah, it's eight. Yeah, like eight and twenty-nine. Okay, I was gonna say ten and twenty-seven, but makes me feel better. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, um eight and twenty-nine at that point. I'm sorry, but you, you gotta be you gotta be looking to be sellers heading into January. So you had them at eight and twenty-nine to end out the end of twenty twenty-two. I have them at ten and twenty-seven. Okay. So now we gotta see how the rest of this plays out here, Fachi. So I got ten total wins right now. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's go through January. We're playing at home against the Toronto Raptors. Is that a win or a loss? It's a loss. The Raptors have given us fits. I mean, they are just, they've been athletic. They're long. I just feel like that's a team that we struggle against. All right. So the seven game losing streak continues as they go on the road to play Philadelphia. Does it become eight games losing streak? It's eight. I just feel like Philadelphia is that one team that even when Embiid sits out, they still beat us. And it's just like, yeah, I, I just can't see anything other than a sweep over there. Okay. Now we're at home against the Portland Trailblazers. Are we going to end the losing streak there? The streak ends. Okay. It ends. We're in agreement. We're in agreement. We're, we're, we're taking down Portland. I, I feel like, look, they were home coming off of a real rough stretch. I think the Pacers come, come together and they take down Portland. All right. They're still at home, and they got the Charlotte Hornets. Are they getting the back-to-back win here, Fachi? Back-to-back. They take down the Hornets. I I had the Pacers losing the Hornets earlier when we discussed it, but I do feel they are beatable, and I think this is when the Pacers are able to string together, you know, a couple wins. All right. Now they're back on the road against the New York Knicks. Win or loss here? I'm going with a loss. I had the Pacers taking down the Knicks at home. Um, You know, Knicks obviously very much could be a playoff team, so I don't don't think we're going to be – the team that gets the best of them. Okay, so I got a loss too. I've got a loss against Atlanta and a loss against Memphis on a back-to-back, and that'd be the third and fourth games, <laughs> or, or excuse me, it's second and third games over four nights. So um, I just feel like Atlanta and Memphis, that's a tough schedule there, especially playing some really dynamic guards. Um, obviously, we're pretty guard-heavy, but those teams are going to be vying for the playoffs, and we're going to be just hanging on 
by our chinny chin chins, <laughs> hoping that I we mean, can get through. So last year, Memphis, you know, without John Moran at one point, I think they were up like 50 on us. So I want to say they ended up dropping like at least 140 plus points on us. It was one of the more vicious beatdowns um, that I remember last year. So, and when you think that that's a hard stretch, Alex, why don't you tell them who they have coming up because the schedule doesn't get any easier. Yeah, they go on the road against the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm. And I believe that's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yep, yep. Um, that's going to be, I don't want to say an automatic L, but that's going to be a extremely tall task. I mean, Giannis in the past, I, I can't get the image out of my head of him just, you know, pretending he wants to be a photographer in like the fourth quarter. Just, yeah. They're just beating down on us. He's taking pictures, and ESPN loved every second of it. For sure they did, and uh, the Pacers were trying to be competitive at that point too, so that's even more embarrassing. Now, a chance to end the losing streak once again. The Pacers on the road against OKC. Fachi, win or loss? Go with a win. Uh, the Thunder, hey, it's a team that that is very beatable. Is it a guarantee we win? No, but I feel confident about it, even though it's on, on the road. So I'm going with a win. Okay, then we got back-to-back on the road. Toughest back-to-back probably of the season at Denver, then at Phoenix. Yeah, those are L's and bunches because I just feel like for the Nuggets, you're getting Jamal Murray back. You're getting Michael Porter Jr. back. They're already a good team. I mean, it, you're you're going, you're playing in Denver. I don't like the odds there. And then Phoenix, man, we're going to play uh, nearly a pacer, DeAndre Ayton, and I don't know how good it's going to go. The return of Dwayne Washington Jr. Fachi. That is true. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be on the road for that one. So not technically the return, but our yeah. first matchup with him. So uh, now we got a little break here, two games off, and we're going back home to host the Chicago Bulls Fachi. Is this a win or a loss? I'm going with a loss, but it really could go either way. I don't think that the Bulls sweep the Pacers by any means. Uh, we played them you know, competitively at times. I, I think of the DeMar DeRozan three-point chuck that he had to beat us on New Year's Day last year. Really, yeah, that was the – I mentioned that was the turning point for me in knowing that this season was done. When he yeah. – when a non-three-point shooter hit that for the win, I knew things were not going our way. Yeah, I, I feel that there. So then we go on the road, play Orlando. Does a losing streak stop there, Faji? Losing streaks takes a halt. Pacers catch a dub against Orlando. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous because me and you are thinking too much alike here. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – it's it's hard because if you look I at almost this, flip those, I really did. I thought maybe they went at home against Chicago, then they go on the road, second night of a back to back, lose to Orlando. I think you could flip flop those games. Yeah, and you you very much could because here's the thing: one, we're not going to lose every game that we're supposed to lose, and two, we're not going to beat every team that we should beat. So a team like the Orlando Magic or the Thunder or I mean, dare I say the Rockets? I mean, those are teams that could get us, and if we can't beat them. It's not looking great to really beat anybody, but obviously, you know, this isn't this is the NBA. No team's going to win eight games. Right. No, I agree with you, Fachi. So rounding it out, we got at home versus Milwaukee and then a day break, and then we're back on the road against Memphis, taking two losses, I'm assuming. That we are. That we are. I mean, Memphis and the Bucks, those are two teams that are expected to be contenders in the NBA this year. And I just don't think while we're in the same league, technically, we ain't in the same league. Yeah. No, I, I feel that for sure. Uh let's move on now to February Fachi. What are we looking like? So for February, we're starting out. Um, we got the Lakers uh at home. So here's the thing. It's LeBron James, but you know what? 
Pacers have given LeBron James a little bit of fits from time to time. I'm saying the Pacers pull an upset over here. And <laughs> we are in lockstep. This is so stupid. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But the NBA knows they robbed us last year. Chris Duarte should have had a four-point play. Like, we should have taken them down. This year, I think it makes no sense, but we take them down. Yeah, well, they got three games to prepare for this one. So I think they're going to win this one. But who do they play next? The Sacramento Kings, Domas, coming back to Indy. So, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting one. A very winnable game. Very winnable. Now, I did predict the Pacers to beat the Kings before. Maybe there's just a little bit of added something in there. I have another win over here against the Kings. See, I've got a loss here, okay? This is where we're different. I think the Kings are going to get revenge. They're going to be really getting ready to try to make a playoff push. And I think Sabonis has a great return home. I think it's going to be a fun matchup between him and Miles. Uh, obviously, Tyrese versus De'Aaron Fox. I think Keegan Murray is going to showcase why he was the fourth overall pick in the draft and kind of let Benedict Mather know, like, hey, bro, like, I'm really good at basketball. And I think it's just going to be a, a, one of those games where, you know, the, the Pacer fans are going to be hyped for it. They're going to want to see them win. But I think because the Pacers get that win for Tyrese on the road, that Domas is going to get that win on the road for his Sacramento Kings as they're trying to make a playoff push, potentially play in. I mean, look, I can't say you're wrong. It's a game that really could go either way. The Sacramento Kings have higher aspirations than we do this year, so they could very well pick up a win. I'll stick with what I got, though. Uh, the next, we got the Cleveland Cavaliers coming to home. Look, I mentioned we're probably going to get one off of them. I just don't know when it's going to be. For now, I have it as an L. Yeah, um, I got a loss against the Cavaliers as well. I'm not, I'm not really gonna pick any games that the Cavs we play. We're gonna beat them. <laughs> I'm just. Not. I, I would like to lose all four. I, I really would. That's kind of where I'm at. So I, I think that's where I'm at with it, Fanchi. I think we're gonna end up losing that game, and I think we're gonna lose against Miami. We're gonna lose against Phoenix, and we're gonna lose against Washington. So I have them on a five game losing streak. Do you have them on a four game losing streak, or do you have them beating the Wizards? I have them beating the Wizards. Now, maybe I, maybe like you have just brought up the Wizards so much that I feel obligated to say, well, we're going to squash them out like a bug. But, you know, I have a win over here. I do. And, you know, the Wizards, we're probably, we're not going to sweep them. We're not good enough to sweep anyone this year. So, you know, maybe we split that series. But for now, I do have this as a win. And it's just such a tough thing because they're on the road on Wednesday at Miami. They come home and play Friday against Phoenix, and then they're back on the road against Washington. Mm -hmm. That's a great the, point. The that, next night. Kind of starts to smell like a loss to me. Yeah, third third game and fourth night, and it's like away, home, away. Like It's just like a weird schedule. That's you know, why... Exactly. No, you're right. Yeah, So, but I do have them, after that game, getting two victories back-to-back -back here. I have them beating the Jazz and beating the Chicago Bulls before they head into the All-Star break, Fudge. I definitely have them beating the Jazz. I have them losing the Bulls. But like I said, Chicago's not a consistent enough team to just definitely be able to sweep us. So an upset could be in store over there. Okay. Now, after the All-Star break, Fachi, we're home against Boston, but then we're on the road at Orlando and at Dallas. What do you think happens there? So here's the thing. I mean, we could be major sellers at this point. Like, they're, okay, how about this? Question. Miles Turner still on the roster by that Boston game, February 23, February 23rd, right after the All-Star break. Probably not. Probably not. I'm going to say not. And if you look at the Pacers' schedule at the end of, uh, you know, after the trade deadline, not good. I think they rattled off a couple wins in the beginning with Tyrese Halliburton. 
then all of a sudden things went down south pretty quickly. So that Boston game, that's a loss, and I feel very confident in that. Okay, what about the Magic game? I have that as a loss as well. I have it as a loss. I already had my fun against the Magic. I already you know, predicted at least two wins. Um, but the Magic, they do have a young, talented core. At this point, I think they could be hitting their stride. They beat us. Okay, now, last game of the month of February, on the road against the Mavericks, win or loss? Well, I'd love to get some revenge for Rick. I think the Mavericks take us down. I really do. Probably a team that upgrades at the trade deadline. They're definitely going for a win. And uh, I don't think we'd mind a, another L. Yeah, absolutely. So let's move now into the month of March. We are almost there, Fachi. And I love this because on the graphic on Instagram for the Pacers, your guy Daniel Tice is rocking a number 27 jersey. <laughs> hey, about time they showed Tice some love. Oh, man. At least acknowledge so, him existing. Yeah. Well, actually, before we even get to March, let's go back. What was your total win-loss for February? Let's see. For February, I had 11 games total. I had us uh, going uh, four and seven. Okay. I had us going three and eight, Fachi. So I was one worse than you. Uh, That difference was the Kings game. Look at you, negative Nancy. Mm -hmm. So, right (laughs) negative Nancy. (laughs) Right now, I'm at 17 wins total heading into March. And where are you at? Um, I think. Would you have 17? 17 wins right now. Let's see. This is great radio, people. I had 16. Okay. So I'm one game better than you right now in terms of wins and losses. But let's go over to March now, Fachi. Starting things off on the road against the San Antonio Spurs. Are we getting that W or are we taking that L? We're getting the W. I'm sorry. The Spurs look so gross that I can't stoop to the level of being like, nah, they're going to take us down. Like, I think the Spurs very much by the deadline will have traded anyone even making above $10 million. Like Doug McDermott, Josh Richardson, I think those guys are, are gone. Jakob Pertl, I think those guys are sent packing. And what you're looking at is, is a roster not even trying to remotely win a game. Yeah, no, I think we're going to win that game too, but this month's going to be very difficult, Fachi. There's a lot of tough games here. Let's move on to the next one. Sunday against Chicago at 3.30. On the road, win or loss? Uh, That's a loss. Okay, then they play a back-to-back against Philadelphia at home. Win or loss? That's a mega loss, honestly. If it could be two losses, it would be, but that is a game I do not feel confident in. Okay, now it gets interesting because they play Houston at home and then – Two games on the road against Detroit, Fachi. What do you think happens here? I think the Pacers put together a couple wins over here. I think they take down Houston, and then I also think they take down Detroit in the first game. Okay, we had the Detroit game switched. Okay. okay. All right. I, I had them we... losing the first game in Detroit, but then staying over and winning the second game. Um, and then now it's going to be tough because they're on the road against Milwaukee after that Detroit game. But you got to wonder, are they going to come home or not? Because, like, that three-game road trip with two at Detroit and Milwaukee is over like a total of like six days. So you have to wonder, will they stay? Actually, I think it's yeah, it's six days. Will they come home or would they stay there because it's so close to Indianapolis? I'm not sure, but I'm That's assuming they would point. come home and fly out for the Milwaukee game. That's a good point. That is a very awkward stretch to still be on the road. I think at that point, like, Pacers are dying to get home. I think they're just waiting it out, and, and Milwaukee just – just kind of runs through us. So, yeah. you know, I see that as a for sure loss. Okay, then they play at home against Philadelphia once again. Is that a win or a loss? 
it's a loss, and it's very awkward when you look at this because you're talking about three games on the road, one at home, and then you're back on the road for four more. Yeah, this is a, this is probably one of the toughest stretches here, Fachi, in terms of like road games and stuff like that. I've got all that written down. I'll talk about that at the end. But now they're on the road for a four-game road trip. Charlotte, Toronto, Boston, Atlanta. Do they get a W here, Fachi? They do not. I think this is the stretch where you're going to see that the Pacers are not rolling over and dying, but it's like certain guys are maybe held out. You might have traded a few others, and now like you're at the point where you're giving run to guys that we really did not expect. So I think this is going to be a really tough stretch, and the Pacers don't pick up a win in that stretch. Yeah, so you have them at seven losses in a row here now. I have them at six. They're at home now to finish out the month against Dallas, Milwaukee, and OKC. First game up, Dallas. Win or loss, Flachie? That's a loss. Okay, Milwaukee. That's an unfortunate loss. So you have sweep right there. All right. So a nine-game losing streak here from Fachi. I have an eight-game losing streak. Does it end against OKC at home, Fachi? It does for me. Uh, can I convince myself that we definitely, you know, sweep OKC? I can't. We split the series last year. But for right now, I got to win because the streak has to end at some point. Right. Okay. So that was a total of 15 games, Fachi, for that month. What do you have the Pacers at right now? So at that point, I have 20 wins. 20 wins? Yep. I've got 21. Now we got four games left, Fachi, in the month of April at Cleveland, win or loss. That's a loss. And we have to lose that game. Okay. At home against the Knicks. Uh, that's a loss. Okay. At home against Detroit. I really desperately want to say it's a loss, but I feel like the Pacers sprinkle in one last win, and uh, it, it hurts me to say that I think they win that game. I think they win it, too. It's the fan appreciation night. I yeah. think they try to win it to yep. send the fans home with a win for Great. the season, and then they're ending out the year on the road against the Knicks at 1 o'clock, win or loss. That's a loss. Okay, Fachi. So total number of wins that you have for the team this year? I believe that I'm at 22. 22? I thought you were at 21. Uh, I think I am at 21, actually. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going for So I had 21 written on here. And then when I, I didn't have it broken down by the month, so once I started adding them up, I might have picked up an extra win. So I had 21 the first time I did this. Okay, so, so 21 and 61 is what you have for the Pacers finishing yep. out the year. Yep. I have 22 and 60, Fachi. I mean, here's the thing. You could see some some of you guys can say, "Hey, yo, they yo, they just copied each other." No, we did this separately. And second, you guys go through this schedule and pick out the wins. And I tell yeah. you one thing: you ain't coming out with a winning record because when I look at it, the 21 wins is going to be the lowest that the Pacers have had since the 1982 to 1983 season. And yeah. Alex, for your 22 wins. That's the lowest since 1984 to 1985. So just really, I mean, we're talking about like not many of us have been alive to see the Pacers be this bad. It's tough. The last year, 25 wins. I mean, when I really looked at it and I saw the number written down, I was like, man, last year was, it was really, really bad. Like really bad. Yeah, for sure. So let me just go through some interesting things here about this Pacers schedule that I wrote down. The best home stretch for the Indiana Pacers is from uh, December 27th through January 14th. They play 8 of 10 at home. The worst road stretch is from February 25th to March 25th. They play 11 of 14 on the road, Fachi. So that's going to be a tough one there. 
Um, I, I think the important things we talked about, the return dates, we didn't talk about all of them, but Sabonis returns on February 3rd. Malcolm Brogdon returns on February 23rd. Victor Oladipo returns on November 4th. Does he, though? If he because plays. If he plays. I, I hope he does, because in the past we've seen, you know, missed a well, game here and there. I I, I would like to see him. supposed to return that day, okay? And then supposed to. Sure. Warren and Sumner are supposed to return on November 25th. The Holiday Tandem returns on December 27th. And Dwayne Washington Jr. returns on February 10th. So I thought that was interesting. Now, if you're interested, they had eight total road trips, Fachi. And I thought this was interesting. They had a five-game East trip to start the year. Then they have a little two-game road trip. Then they go on that seven-game West trip, which is just going to be brutal like I talked about. They have a three-game road trip again, another four-game road trip, another four-game road trip. A three-game road trip, which was when we just talked about with the Detroit-Detroit-Milwaukee, and then another four-game one to kind of end the season against Charlotte, Toronto, Boston, Atlanta. I mean, some of these ones are just really weird. Like, I, I actually labeled one Florida-Texas, Illinois. It's like the most random four-game road trip. It's Orlando, Dallas, San Antonio, Chicago. It's like, what are we doing? Like, that's so bizarre. But I thought that was interesting that they have eight total road trips. Now, they do have a total of 12 homesteads. But you know what's weird this year, Fachi? No more than four games in a row for the Pacers all year long. They don't have a longer stretch in four games in a row. So I think that's going to hurt them in terms of getting some victories and stuff like that. Like even if, even the eight over 10, it's like they have like uh, they play four, they're on the road, play four, they're on the road or whatever. So it's just kind of weird. Um, and I was looking at all of them. They have a lot of three game and two game and four game stretches, but nothing greater than that. And uh, overall, 14 total back-to-backs. So that's 28 games there. And um, if I have looked at our numbers, I don't know how many we picked for wins and losses. I have to go through and look, but that's a tough one, Fosh. It really is. I mean, it's just the sad thing is we went through this and neither of us had the Pacers with a winning streak longer than two games at mm. any point. Yeah. So it's going to be really hard to string together wins and even some of those winning streaks we kind of try to sprinkle in an upset like beating the lakers or maybe beating the hornets or anything of that sort so things could be worse things could be better but overall you gotta kind of temper the expectations to really be like look it's gonna be a long year you have to find value in different avenues than we've looked in the past but if heading towards a, a top three draft pick is what you want this is the schedule for it it's a rough one. Yeah, for sure. So I think at the end of the day, we're both kind of pessimistic on the season, but I think that that's okay. 22 wins, I'm actually okay with that because the 60 to me stands for Wimbenyama, and the 22 stands for lessons and accomplishments this season achieved. So I'm okay with this. I, I still feel a little bit nervous as 22 and 60. Maybe I should give them a win somewhere else. So it's like 23 and 59. I think that looks more realistic. <laughs> Yeah, just having yeah. the 60 there makes me feel a little different. So maybe I'll go back later and change a game where I had to maybe lose into Orlando or something like that. But I don't know. I just feel like 22 and 60. That's just, that is just so hard to sit here and predict that. But at the end of the day, what am I supposed to do? That's the thing. When I was going through this, I mean, I, I was, I just kept writing L, L, L. I thought to myself, like, wait a minute, don't tell me we're going to like break the record for most losses in a year. Or, like, then I started being like, okay, no, 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 we're fine. Then I was like, wait, are we going to crack 20 wins? And I was like, I had us at 21. So I felt 
disgusting just going through this, but I couldn't lie to myself. I couldn't try and be like, no, we're going to take them down. We're going to do that. I was able to find that for like two games maybe. Like, hey, we'll pull an upset. But if things go south, you guys got to remember the Pacers ended last season on a 10-game losing streak. Yeah. So they knew what they were doing. If the Pacers are, you know, in striking distance of getting a top pick, I think they're going to play it smart. Sure, they might try and get a win at home at the at the very end, but it's not a guarantee that we're going to be able to, you know, pull that win out, especially if they're shutting some guys down. Like last year, you know, we had shut down Turner, pretty much shut down Brogdon. This year we have younger, more spry legs, so maybe they, they do let the young guys kind of play it out. But overall, I don't think there's a scenario where someone can come up with, you know, 41, 42 wins for this team. No, I mean, I think the closer you could probably get is like 27 to 29, like close to 30, but not 30. Like if you're really trying to like, yeah, well, because it, it probably does feel more realistic because at the end of the day, like we know they lost those games on purpose. And I think that's the goal this year anyway, is mm-hmm. to lose. So I, I think you're going to see more losses towards the end of the season. Like, hey, if they finish with 19 wins, like I ain't going to be mad about it. But nah. You know, Not I mean, I think I think twenty two is fair. Do we do we know who had the worst record last year? I mean, do, I can't remember off the top of my head what their record was, but I think that'd be interesting to look at. I think what's really interesting is I think the Spurs are going to have a worse record than us. I I think that it's inevitable. The Spurs look so bad; they look just just honestly atrocious to the point where it's hard to top. Like just even having a guy like Tyrese Halliburton on our team automatically makes me feel like there's no way we can be as bad as the Spurs. So I'm looking at it right now. Houston had 20 wins last year, and it didn't even get them number one overall pick. It got them third. So shows that nothing is a guarantee with the NBA's lottery system. Yeah, Magic were 22 and 60, which is what I have the Pacers predicted to get this year. So it's only three games less, and I think that they probably are three games worse without all the guys they got rid of. So maybe you're right, Vachi. Maybe it is four or five games less. Who knows? But at the end of the day, I think the Pacers are full on – just really trying to stink it up this year, as bad as it sounds. It, it does sound bad, but I, I would like to think that that us as fans were, were were educated enough to know the direction of the team, and that they're not trying to lie to us and be like, no, 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 we're going to be every bit competitive as in years past. Like, no, 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 we're not hearing that. Um, so I, I just feel like there's probably a couple fans out there that that might listen and be like, you guys are so down on the team, like blah blah blah. How could you do this? We're just trying to be realistic, like trying to not, you know, not not be a clown or anything. But you look at this schedule, it's tough. And the, and the team that we have, this is a super young team that in no scenario should we be picked for a playoff spot, even a playing spot. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, honestly, I haven't seen anybody talking about that, Fonchi. So there was, not- there was one listener a while back that was like, we can't tank. Like, I'm not here for that. I'll never come back. It's like, all right, well, that's one less. I know. Yeah. You know, they say that, but once we're good again, they'll be right back there. Sure. So, you know, stick through it thick and thin, but we would love to hear your thoughts on the regular season and what you guys think the Pacers record will be at the end of the year. So once you do the exercise, it is a little bit different. I was trying to make sure I didn't go over a certain amount of wins because I do think they're going to finish in the bottom five bottom three of the uh, NBA this year. And I think they're going to be the worst team in the Eastern conference overall Fachi. But with that being said, do you, you want to tell the people where they can find us at on social media? 
Absolutely. So you can find us on Twitter at setting the pace three. You can find Alex on Twitter at Alex Golden NBA. I can be found on Twitter at underscore F A C C I. You can find us on Instagram at Pacers Talk. You can find us on Facebook, setting the pace. You can find us on TikTok, setting the pace. And Alex, tell them where they can check us out on YouTube. Yeah, guys, please go check out our latest interview with Andrew Nimhard on YouTube. You can just check us out by typing in setting the pace, a Pacers podcast. If you type in setting the pace on Google, our YouTube page will show up in the first two searches. So with that being said, I think everybody should go subscribe, tell your friend, tell your neighbor, tell your waitress, tell your waiter, tell the barista at the coffee shop that you're seeing, tell the mechanic that's fixing your car, whatever you're doing, y'all. Just tell somebody about our Facebook and our YouTube and our Twitter page, because the more people we have talking Pacers basketball, the better it is for all of us. But if you're excited for the Pacers to get back in action and see Benedict Matherin's debut against the Washington Wizards then say these three words let's go Pacers setting the pace going to the top setting the pace going to the top this is your number one podcast sweeping every team we gonna need a mop smooth Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.